Father, we are in your presence. We desire to hear from you. We desire to receive from you this morning. You never disappoint. You never disappoint. You never disappoint. Your word, you're always speaking. You always send your word on time. Amen. It's a word which is relevant to us this season. We ask of you, Father, that you'll send that word. Send that word to us. Send that word to us. That word that will change us, transform us, position us in the things of God. Fix us in the things of God. Fix us where you want us to be fixed. Plant us firmly where you want us to be planted. Make us steadfast and sure in your word. Or even as we are living in the midst of such turbulence and such confusion, the, way, the world is going crazy. But thank you, Lord, for, for each one of us who know you. Each one of us. We know you, Father. Our portion is peace. Our portion is peace. Because we come under the rule of the Prince of Peace. Our portion in this life is tranquility. It's tranquility. Hallelujah. We can rejoice. When the victory does not blossom, we can rejoice. When there is not, no fruit, no flowers, no blossoming, we can still rejoice. <laughs> when there is no cattle in the shed, we can still rejoice. Because you are our salvation. You are our salvation. You are the wellspring that never runs dry. You are the joy that knows no limit. Hallelujah. Speak to us, Lord. Change the way we think. Continue to change the way we think. Shape our thoughts in accordance to your word. Fashion our thinking in accordance to your word. Thank you, Lord. Let, let, let our pride be crushed and broken and blown to smithereens. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, have your way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now we, yes, praise the Lord. Amen. We've been considering a, a very strong word, a very important, relevant, timely word, I would say. I want to go back to Revelation chapter 3 and verse 7 down. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, He who is holy, who is true, who has the key of David, who opens and no one will shut, and who shuts and no one opens, says this, I know your deeds. Behold, I have put before you an open door which no one can shut. Because you have, because you have a, say it together, because you have a, one more time, because you have a, little power, and have kept my word, and have not denied my name. Behold, I will cause those of the synagogue of Satan who say that they are Jews, but are not, and are not, but lie. Behold, I will make them to come, come and bow down at your feet, and to know that I have loved you. Because you have kept the word of my perseverance, I will also keep you from the hour of testing. That hour which is about to come upon the whole world to test those who dwell upon the earth. I am coming quickly. Hold fast what you have in order that no one take your crown. Amen. 
he who overcomes i will make him a pillar in the temple of my god and he will not go out from it any more and i will write upon him the name of my god and the name of the city of my god the new jerusalem which comes down out of heaven from my god and my new name he who has an ear let him hear what the spirit says to the churches amen hallelujah let's go back to that verse it says because you have a little power that is verse 8 because you have a little power and have kept my word and have not denied my name we looked at that phrase last week a little power say little power say together say little power man and we we learned that less is more man when god is in the picture less is more when you give your little to god it it gets multiplied it's an overflow man we looked at that last uh last week the next phrase you have to look at is you have kept my word because you have little power and have kept my word amen, amen. you may have only little but when you keep his word amen. something happens to that little yes. you may have only little but when you keep his word something happens to that little yes. see the whole system that you and i run on is not a system which is according to the world we are not running on the system of this world we are running on a different system the principles of the system are governed by the word of god that's why even if you have only little when that little is you you keep the word of god what you have is sufficient it is more than sufficient to do what god has called you to do man and oftentimes you know you you always wish oh i wish i had that i wish i had some more money i wish i had a a fat big salary i wish i had made some investments i wish i had some returns i wish i had a regular flow of income i wish i had more people with me i wish i had more talents i wish i could sing i wish i could preach i wish i could do this so when it comes to god when if god is in the picture you have little but you keep his word amen. that little is powerful amen. amen the little that you have is powerful when you keep god's word man so we're going to we're going to consider this today what it is to keep the word of god amen. man how many of you know what it is to keep the word of god let me see whether you know it what is what does it mean when the bible says or jesus said you have kept my word what does that mean you have kept my word huh That's right. Say it loud. Obedience. Say obedience. obedience. And that word that we don't really like. I mean, you don't really like to hear about obedience. But here we see that there is great reward in obedience. When you keep his word, when you obey his word, amen, obedience will defy lack. Amen. Obedience defies lack. Hello. not getting this obedience defies lack obedience to god's word you see that see this over and over in god's word obedience to the word of god obedience to the instruction of god will fill up your emptiness amen amen man hallelujah you don't need see you don't need to really do so much to fill up your emptiness we we go after like uh, pastor deepthi was ministering today you link your joy with different things but what really matters is you link it with 
Jesus, the word, amen, say the word. You link your joy with the word of God and you obey the word. You keep the word. It will defy lack. It will fill, fill up your emptiness. I'm telling you, somebody is receiving this word. This is a word for you. It's a word for you. Now, if, if there is empty space in your life, obey God's word. Keep his word. He's able to fill up your emptiness. Amen. And that's what we see. Obedience to God's word has filled up empty wombs. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, barren. Say barren. 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 Everybody called her barren. She's barren. She, can't, she will not bear a child. She cannot conceive. She cannot give birth to a child. But when the word of God came to her and she responded and she obeyed, she kept the word which came to her. What happened to the barren woman? She gave birth. Say she gave birth. Her empty womb was filled up with the goodness of God. Man, now when, when, when you obey God's word, it will fill up empty wombs. It will fill up empty jars. Amen. Man, a lot of empty jars in my house. I mean, if you obey God's word, your empty jars will get filled up. Amen. So don't discard the empty jars. Because you, there's nothing to fill up your empty jars. It's good to have empty jars. Because a reminder that you need to obey God. Amen. Hello, somebody. If you have a lot of empty jars in your house, it's a reminder that you need to keep God's word. Persevere. Amen. Keeping God's word, persevere with that. Amen. Amen. He will fill up your empty jars. Now when you obey God's word, he will, he will fill up empty baskets. Amen. Empty baskets got filled up. Amen. And they couldn't run out. I mean, they, they, they tried their best to like empty the baskets, but it just won't run out. It just won't run out. Amen. And God can... If you obey God's word, he can fill up your empty pockets. Um, how many of you have empty pockets? My pockets are empty today. Can fill, put your hands, if you have pockets, that is. Okay, put your hand in the pocket and say, I obey God's word. I'm telling you, it's already getting filled. Already getting filled. Man, I mean, you, you're going you're gonna to experience this kind of miracles in your life. You know, you know we, we, I believe in miracle money. I'm telling you, I've, I've experienced, you can ask her. We have experienced it many times in our lives. Yeah? Even today morning. We've experienced it. We experience it almost every season. We thought, we'll think well, that's the last penny going that way. And then we'll see money appear. Amen. And this is for, this is for real. Okay, for real. Because obedience will multiply. Amen. It can come out of emptiness. It can come out of nothing. When you obey the past. See, look at that. How did God create the world? He spoke into. He spoke into what? He's spoken to emptiness. He's spoken to nothing. He spoke the word into nothing and created everything that we see. It's by the word of God, the world was framed. The world was framed. Amen. It was linked up. It was connected. It was put together by the word of God out of nothing. Hallelujah. Now I want to take you through a, a chapter, uh, Luke chapter 5, verses 1 down. Luke chapter 5. You all know the the story. Yes. Now it happened that while the crowd was pressing around him and listening to the word of God, say listening to the word of God, things happen when you listen to the word of God. Amen. So don't get lost in the crowd that is pressing. Tune into the Listening of God's word. When you listen to the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret and he saw two board, boats lying at the edge of the lake. But the fishermen had gotten out of them 
and they were washing their nets and he got into one of the boats which was Simon's and asked him to put a little way from the land and he sat down and began to teach the people from the boat say teach what is he teaching what is he teaching what what what, what does jesus say word yeah jesus does not have anything else to teach if he is teaching something he is teaching the word amen, amen. hallelujah so he sat in this empty boat say empty boat he sat down upon this empty boat and began teaching the people from the boat and when he had finished speaking he said to simon put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch simon answered and said master say master. master we worked hard all night and caught nothing say nothing, nothing. say nothing. nothing but i will do as you say and let down the nets when they had done this they enclosed a great quantity of fish and their nets began to break so they signaled to their partners in the other boat for them to come and help them and they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sink hallelujah what is interesting here is this is like the beginning stages of uh, peter and jesus getting acquainted with each other interesting to know the fact that peter called jesus master and confessed that he has been working hard all night and have caught nothing say nothing working hard does not necessarily imply that you're obeying god's word hello somebody we take pride i've worked hard for that but nothing happened you must work hard that's a good thing but working hard does not imply necessarily imply that you are obeying god's word though you call jesus master you may be working hard in obedience to another master in your life like peter peter called him master but was jesus yet his master not exactly see he was his own master say his own master he was running his own business say his own business hello somebody receive this you may be running your own business you may be your own master doing doing your own thing working so hard at it and you can yet call a master we worked hard and have caught nothing are you with me so peter worked hard tell your neighbor peter worked very hard but jesus was not yet his master but when peter said this i will do as you say and let down the nets that's when peter truly made jesus his master so till that point he was just doing his own thing whole night he was doing his own thing hello somebody receive this it's for you it's for you i'm telling you it's for somebody here whole night he was working hard toiling the way he knows it he's an expert in fishing say expert some of you are experts in what you're doing and you may be toiling very hard and you might be calling him master also but you're doing your own thing but until and unless you listen to what the master says and do accordingly you are only merely calling him a master but he is not yet master over your life so peter called him master master we worked very hard all night and caught nothing and then he said yet at your word i will drop the nets i will put down the nets that's when he truly made jesus his master hello hello 
So what happened? When he obeyed the master's word, Peter's little became much. Amen. Yes. He only had little strength. Toiled all night. Can you imagine toiling all night? How many of you work in night shifts? I know. Night shifts. You're toiling all night. In the morning, you only have a say, little strength. So Peter's little become, became much when he kept the word of God, when, when, when he kept the words of Jesus. Peter's empty net and two empty boats. Somebody receive this. Peter's empty net. Was the, was the net empty? Was the net empty? Yes, it was empty. In spite of the toil through the night, the net that he had was empty. They were about to wash it and keep it for drying. Were the boats empty? Yes, the boats were empty. His partners also didn't catch anything. So he had two boats. One that belonged to him and the other one that belonged to his partner maybe. Two boats empty, empty net, and, but at his word, say at his word. At the word of Jesus, he decided I'm going to drop the net. I'm going to throw it. I'm going to put it down. And when he caught, when he drew it, drew it in, what happened? Amen. Say obedience. obedience. Keeping his word is a secret. Amen. Obedience is a secret. Less is much when you obey. Less is much when you obey. If you're struggling with less, obey. If you're struggling with less, obey. Don't continue doing your own thing. Don't struggle with your own. I want to do that. I'm, I'm going to work hard. I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm trying my best. I'm giving it everything. I'm giving in my whole self. No, you're doing it wrong. You call him master, but he is not your master. If he is your master, then he, you will listen to what he tells you and you will do accordingly. Amen. Are you with me? Yes. Hello? Amen. See, now, now, now you think about it, okay? Peter is an accomplished fisherman, okay? I want you to follow with me this morning. How many of you know that Peter is an accomplished fisherman? He was, a, he was a, the main guy there, I believe. He was quite um, influential in the circle of fishing business. He was, a top, uh, he was top in that business. Yeah? He's an ex expert. Say expert. expert. Say it loud, expert. expert. Say it louder, expert. expert. Okay, so this Peter was expert. So when Jesus told him, okay, you have not caught any fish? All right. Cast your net. Yeah, cast your net. Drop your nets. So for Peter, that is a stupid advice. Because he's an expert. He toiled all night. Say all night. Amen. And did God ask him a big thing when he said, when, did Jesus ask him a big thing when he asked him, put out into the deep water and let, you, let down your nets for a catch? Was it a big ask? Say it loud. Was it a big ask? For a fisherman like Peter, was it a big ask? It's a simple thing. Say simple thing. See, if you want to see breakthrough in our lives, we have to learn to obey God in the simple things. Obedience begins with the simple things. Obedience begins, must begin with the simple things, the small things. Now some of you are waiting to obey God to go to Africa and start a missionary movement there. Obedience begins with a simple thing. Go to your neighbor and preach the gospel. Can you do that? 
can you do that some of you are waiting to just host uh, enough money to host a crusade and get millions to christ can you pray for one person and get that person healed one person who hello hello you don't like this le you, you don't really seem to like what i'm saying but this is the truth this is the truth obedience is about little things it's about small things you know that's how you learn to obey that's how you learn to obey before you start obeying god with big things you got to learn to obey with small things small things casting down cast uh, cast your net on that side is small things a small thing for a fisherman like peter he has done it a million times a thousand times at least but jesus said just do that we have done it see look at look at his response okay that's such a simple instruction he was demand he was not demanding much he only had a little strength but with a little strength he can do it it was so simple say so simple tell your neighbor so simple say so simple the instruction was so simple and ordinary that peter almost say almost he almost resisted that word almost the simplicity of that instruction ah i mean what do you mean cast the net go deep and cast the net i mean that's all. that's what i do every day that's what I do, what i do every day that's what i've been doing all through the night but think about it it was such an ordinary simple instruction that peter almost resisted that word he started off by saying master we worked hard all night and caught nothing you know what it means paraphrase it it means i think your advice is really useless because i know better master we we toiled all night and caught nothing paraphrased your your advice is quite useless because i know better but praise god peter did not stop at the middle of that sentence and that's what he he, want, he wanted to almost resist master we we've, we've tried all night we've caught nothing instead of putting the full stop he put a comma there Amen. look at the rest of the sentence he said but i will do as you say and let down the nets Amen. and praise god in the middle of that line good sense prevailed over peter Amen. to obey a simple instruction which jesus gave him simple instruction say simple and i want you to get used to the word simple say simple you must love simple hello you must love simple things simple things in life simple commandments simple instructions see jesus said and take my yoke upon you my yoke is very hard my yoke is very difficult it is quite challenging you can hardly bear it is that what jesus said what do you say my yoke is light easy say easy my burden is light his his commandments are not burdensome the bible tells us his commandments are not burdensome god has not laid upon us any burdensome commandment why do we feel the burden it's because of our fleshly reliance we are relying on the flesh so whatever god says is too simple and it becomes kind of too burdensome to do we told all night what are you relying on you're relying on your wisdom you toiled all night and caught nothing means today no catch no fish on this side of the sea so it's useless 
but good sense prevailed at your word because you said so there is some truth when he called master there was some truth there are some element of truth when peter called him master say obedience is life changing the fisherman peter became a fisher of men because he obeyed a simple instruction in fact when you read the rest of the chapter from now on you will catch men his life got transformed because he obeyed a simple commandment go drop the net in the deep that's right the fish was in fact in fact the truth of the matter is the fish was waiting for his obedience to the words of christ do you know that things are waiting for your obedience things are waiting for your obedience to show up in your life money is waiting for your obedience to show up in your life breakthrough is waiting healing is waiting i'm telling you blessings are waiting for your obedience because when you obey god's word god's word will start moving god's word will start begin to trigger that movement say movement that's right everything moves at the word of god everything comes comes alive at the words of christ everything comes alive everything starts to move and position itself right amen, amen. hallelujah that's right that's right that's right hallelujah praise god praise god have you ever have you ever considered hmm, let me get all of your attention have you ever considered the great blessings that you've missed out because you failed to obey simple instructions i have i've considered and i'm telling you it's a costly miss your failure to miss your failure to obey simple straightforward instruction can result in a big miss i'm telling you peter would have remained a fisherman for the rest of his life nobody would have known about peter you and i would not have preached about peter somebody else would have come in his place had he failed to respond to the words of christ hello amen do you know there are things in your life there are things in your life just waiting to come alive just waiting to move just waiting to shift into position amen just waiting for your obedience is waiting for your obedience whether you agree with me or not you have missed out on a lot a lot because you failed to obey a lot <laughs> how many of you know naaman the leper naaman the leper was a notable man he was he had a condition in the skin he was a leper okay this leper heard his servant girl talk about a prophet by the name elisha and she said if you go to this prophet he can pray for you and you can get healed he thought okay let me try it out so he went he's expecting because he's is going with a letter from royalty say letter from royalty yeah he's is going as a um uh uh, uh and a representative representative of a nation yeah is going with a king's letter to a foreign land to meet the prophet over that land he went there the prophet is refusing to even see him the prophet sends a servant hello <laughs> the prophets 
the prophet sends us servant instead naman is already feeling discouraged oh i came to see the prophet i had the letter i had the pass i had the appointment huh i had the gifts ready to give him prophet is not interested in any of those things prophet just says go to the river take the dip in that river for how many times seven times what there are rivers in my land better rivers than this dirty river here and you the prophet the so called prophet over this land is asking me to take a dip without even showing his face to me just look at it just think about it he refused to show his face to this royal agent and now okay since i come here somebody pressed him so he went took a few dips looked at his skin nothing has changed so now he is telling i'm going back i'm quitting say quitting say quitting i've told you partial obedience is disobedience it will not fetch any results you may have you may have out of the seven times you may have dipped six times will anything change nothing will change what's the percentage of six out of seven somebody help me somebody good in math help me six out of seven percentage huh take this so that if you want you can take out the phone and check huh 85 say 85 85 point something okay that's the level of obedience 85% obedience is it good enough say not good enough see often times we think anything above 80 works anything above 80 works but god said 100 say 100 when god is asking for 100 don't give him 85 hello when god is asking 100 don't give him 85 when god is asking one hour don't give him half an hour or 45 minutes when god is asking you to serve full time don't give him half time service when god is asking you to do something go go 5 kilometers and do something don't go 4 and 1/2 kilometers and drop hello if god is asking you to go and meet five people and pray for them don't stop at the fourth person and say the fifth person i'll i'll handle next day no i with me i with me see with with god obedience is a big fuss he makes a big fuss out of obedience he makes he makes a big deal out of obedience he is very fussy when it comes to obedience and don't don't think that god is some somebody else not god is not not god is like that God is like that. He wants obedience 100% from you. And you have to start obeying God in the small things. Says small things. Cast in the net, small thing for a fisherman. Dip in the water, small thing. Says small things. Say too too simple to obey. This this guy was shocked at the it was it was absurdly this this instruction was absurdly too simple so absurd too simple say so too simple to obey can become a stumbling block in your life god can tell you something it can be too simple for you to obey it can be a stumbling block what's the big deal is that really god will god ask me to dip myself in the water seven times is that really god maybe the prophet is making it up so that's the problem 
That's the problem. If he thought like that and retired from dipping in the water, he would have remained a leper. <laughs> Think about it. Think about it. See, there are, there are no shortcuts to obedience. The instruction from God can be too, sim too simple for your highly elate mind. Your mind can look at an instruction from God and think, oh, that's too simple. I mean, see, baptism is a simple commandment. You know that there are a lot of Christians who refuse to get baptized. What's the big deal? What's the big deal? It's a big deal for God. It's a big deal for God. It's not, see, in your eyes, it's not, a, it's not a big deal, but it is so profound. In the eyes of God, it is so profound. The, the Lord's table, so profound. There are people who stay away from the Lord's table not understanding the mystery of this. For God, simple things matter. Say, simple things matter. Obedience is, is a big deal for God. Amen. So the simple instruction that come your way can be turned to your neighbor and say, God bless you. The simple instruction can come your way. It can be as simple as turn to your neighbor and say, God bless you. In church, when you're in church. You're like, oh, God bless you. Yeah, it is, it is, it's a known fact. Why should I tell him? Why should I tell her? Why should I disturb? Or why should I boost his ego? Really? Really? But do you know that when you do that, when, you, when you're asked, see, you must understand, when, when things are in the spirit, simple things like this matter. Simple things like this matter. And you're under the anointing, when you're asked to turn to your neighbor and say, God bless you, something is happening. Amen. Something is happening to you, something is happening to the other person also. You may not see it, you may not, you may not recognize it, but something is happening. Amen. You want to partner with God, then you respond. When, when God asks you, come to the front, don't leave any empty chairs, oh, pastor and his weird ideas. <laughs> What's wrong? We are, we are free, we are free in Christ. What's wrong with having some empty chairs in the front? That's the problem. We don't understand the value, the weight of simple instructions. Simple instructions matter to God. Come for camp. Simple instruction, right? Simple instruction. What's the big deal? Come for camp. I've never gone for any camps. I'm not a camper at all. Simple instruction. Say simple instruction. See, God can work through a simple instruction to bring about a great breakthrough in your life. That's how it is. That's how it is. And if you have received something like that, you can say amen louder than that. Amen. Hallelujah. I've received, I've received blessings. I've received breakthroughs by obeying God in small things. In fact, I remember obeying God in small things more than obeying God in big things. The small little things which were so easy for me to do, I've obeyed and I've seen breakthrough. I've seen breakthrough. See, even salvation came to mankind packaged in simplicity. Do you know that? Salvation, what does the Bible say? What does the Bible say? God chose the simplicity of the message preached to save those who would believe. It's a simple message. Gospel is not a, gospel is not a difficult message. It's a simple message. God chose the simplicity, the foolishness, the Bible says. So breakthrough comes in 
wrapped in simple instructions if you had thought about salvation okay son of god came into this world died on the cross shed his blood died on the cross got buried and came back to life what so, sounds like a a story too simple too simple to be good too too simple to be true see that's the gospel too simple to be you're not getting this the gospel that you and i have believed is too simple to be true really i can just believe in jesus christ and be saved forever i can just believe in christ and live forever i can just believe in this christ and what he has done and can come out of my sins can be delivered from my sins just by believe just by believing just by confessing just by confessing hello it's simple it's simple is there anybody who got saved by doing something greater than that anybody i want to meet you after service anybody here who i mean some of you look like that oh okay or oh, you pastor got saved with simple things but not you know, we like in malayalam they say namala alla vela kodutha what price you didn't pay any price man christ paid the price man he paid the price in fact god does not want anything that you have to offer he just wants your obedience not the money not your uh, fame not your uh, tall standing in society he just wants your obedience that's all something no man under the heaven under the under the sun has got saved ever by doing something bigger than or believing in something more complex than this message if anybody had got, has got saved on this earth it's because they all believed in the simple message called the gospel amen amen obedience to the simple things that matter to god god can test see we like to make the test very complex if you were to put a test paper we will put the most difficult questions for god the simple questions good enough i know the person i can understand where he stands where she stands the simple test that's how god is it's a simple it's a simple when you, when you say simple you must have a love for simple say simple you have a little power do you know why you have that little power that little power is given to you so that you can obey god in simple things you still have a little power do you still have a little power yes you have and you have that little power so that you can obey god in simple things little things god is not expecting anything beyond your capacity trust me god is not expecting anything beyond your capacity if god is asking you to do something it is well within your capacity he will enable you to do what god is asking you to do that little power is enough to keep his word that little power is enough for you to keep his word and bring into your life a big blessing say big blessing small power say little power enough to keep the word that is enough to keep the word amen that is enough to keep the word keep his word come what may keep his word let do not let the devil deceive you do not let the devil lie to you that is not important to obey god in simple things that's a that's a lie that's a deception there are no things which are trivial in the eyes of god 
There's nothing trivial in the eyes of God. If God has instructed you to do something, there is nothing trivial in his eyes. There's nothing trivial in his eyes. Jesus said in John chapter 14 and verse 15, if you love me, you shall keep my If you love me, you shall keep my commandments. So obedience is about? Say it loud. Say it loud. Obedience is about? Say love. Love is the precedence of obedience. Without love, you cannot obey God. Without loving God, you cannot obey God. And you cannot love God unless you understand the love of Christ. Amen. You receive the love of God so that you can love God. Today morning you ministered something on the same lines. You receive the love. Say receive the love. You have, the Holy Spirit has shed abroad the love of God into your heart. Why? So that you can love God and keep His commandments. No Christian should struggle to obey God. You know why? A true Christian has experienced the love of God. And loves God back so he can obey God. It's not a struggle. So those who struggle to obey God are the ones who have not come into this relationship with Christ. You have not considered this, this intimacy. You have not considered the, the worth of this relationship. All that you have to do is consider what Christ has done. Receive the love. Man, allow the Holy Spirit to, 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 to just, just wash you in His love. To fill you up with His love. So that you can obey God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You have little power, but you've kept my word and have not denied my name. Say, not denied my name. Say, not denied by name. What does it mean to deny his name? What does it mean to deny his name? I'm waiting for your answer. What does it mean to deny his name? We must look at this closely, okay? We must look at this closely. Look, let's first look at the word deny. Say deny. The Greek word that is used there, it means to abnegate. Abnegate means to not allow oneself to, uh, to have something. So denying the name means you are preventing yourself from having that name. You're holding back from having that name. So deny means to abnegate. It means to disavow. Meaning, you, 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 you refuse to acknowledge. You deny, you deny the name of Christ. It means you are refusing to acknowledge the name of Christ. You are very shy to say that you are a Christian. Hello? You are very shy to openly say that you are a Christian. Your confessions are very quiet, very discreet. It's the world's best kept secret that you are a Christian. Your closest friend does not know that you are a Christian. That's denying his name. To deny means to refuse. To deny means to reject. To deny means to, to renounce. To renounce the name. It's hard. See, look at this. These words are strong words. When, so when Jesus commended them, when Jesus looked at them, looked at the uh, at this church and said, "You have only little power, but you have kept my word and have not denied my name," he was saying, "You have not refused to acknowledge me. You have not refused to, uh, you know, be called by my name." You have not uh, rejected me. You have not renounced my name. Do you know that Christians cannot detach themselves from the name of Christ? If you're a Christian, you cannot separate yourself from the name of Christ. Your identity is fixed on this name. 
you don't have any other identity outside of the name of Christ. Without Jesus, there is no identity. You know, you all would like to be known after your family names, maybe, I don't know. Some of you would like to be, you know, I am from this family, I am from this Kolathil or um, Parambil or, you know, no offense to such names, or Tarail or uh, Manathil, all those names are good. But for a Christian, for a Christian, your real identity is in what? In the name of Jesus Christ. You cannot separate your existence from the name of Jesus Christ. You don't exist without the name of Jesus Christ. You're called by the name of Jesus Christ. You're a Christian because you have the name of Christ over you. Upon you. You're stamped with this name. You're stamped with this name. You have the seal of the name of Christ over you. You bear the seal, the mark of Christ. And you cannot, you just, the greatest privilege you and I have received is to use the, the, the right to use the authority in the name of Christ. That's the greatest privilege. The greatest privilege that you and I have ever received in life is the right to use the authority in the name of Christ. I'm telling you, there is nothing greater than that. You have not received anything greater than that. Has God given you the right to use the name of Christ? Yes, you know that. That's the greatest privilege you have known in life. The greatest privilege you have known. Not that you have bunglav or you have, a, uh, you have a car or you have a... None of those things. You have a you know, high-flying job. None of those things. The greatest privilege in your life is the right that God gave you to use the authority in the name of Jesus Christ. Philippians chapter 2, verses 9 to 10. Philippians chapter 2, verses 9 to 10. It says, For this reason also, Christ highly exalted him. Let's look at the name of Jesus, okay? For you to understand what is his name. For this reason also, Christ highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name. So that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow of those who are in heaven and on earth and under the earth and that every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Hallelujah. God has placed all of his authority in the name of Jesus. Do you know that? All of God's authority is given to whom? Given to the name of Jesus. God, God highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name. When you received Jesus and believed in his name, you became children of God. And if children, you are what? You are heirs. Amen? Joined heirs, fellow heirs, or co-heirs with whom? With Christ. Because you have received the name of Christ. So when you received Christ, you just not only received some goodies with that, you received the name of Christ. You received the, the right to use the name of Christ. It became your name. Okay, I'll, I'll stop. Let's close. <laughs> because you don't, you don't seem to get this. When you, when you receive Christ into your life, you receive the name of Jesus. 
Amen. As your name. It became your name. Your identity. Amen. Your authority. Your existence is in the name of Jesus Christ. Now you, you the, the person that you, you were before that ceased to exist. Now you are a co-heir with Christ. That's why the Bible, you know, the Bible says, as Christ is or as Jesus is, so are you in this world. Why? Because you've been given the name of Jesus Christ. You have the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus is above every other name. That name is yours now. It's not just a, a fancy thing that you say at the end of your prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. What? And some of you only use the name of Jesus at the end of your prayer. Only at the end of the prayer. When you have, that's the sign of, okay, the, the prayer is over. Let's go home. In Jesus' name? Amen. Okay, let's go. You don't seem to understand. The name of Jesus is given for everything in life. A Christian has the name of Jesus for everything in life. In fact, if a Christian is still living in lack, if a Christian is still living in sickness, if a Christian is still living in failure, if a Christian is still living in shortcomings, you know why? It's because that person has failed to exercise the name of Christ in his life. If you, if you use the name of Jesus with authority in your life, no sickness is too big for you. No, no lack is too big for you. No mountain can stand before you. Amen. That's why the Bible says every knee. Say every knee. Every knee will bow. Every knee will bow. Does that exempt any knee? Does that exempt any knee? No. Every knee will bow. That's right. Not only the knees on this earth. See, the, see, every, see, the authority is universal. Say universal. It is heavenly. It's in the spiritual realm. It's in the earthly realm. It's in the sub-earthly realm. Wherever you go, the name of Jesus works the same. Amen. It works the same. This currency holds good wherever you go. This instrument holds good wherever you go. In the name of Jesus. Whether you're in the desert, whether you're in the jungle, whether you're in the plane, whether you're in the ship, whether you are down the sea, doesn't matter. In the name of Jesus works for you. It works for you. And you as a Christian must understand it works for you all the time. And it's not something for you to say in Jesus' name we pray. No. No. We, do you know that we have made it a tradition? It has been reduced. The, the use of the name of Jesus has been reduced to the tradition of closing a prayer. Christians have reduced the use of the name of Jesus to the tradition of closing a prayer. But the name of Jesus is given to you to ask God anything according to God's word. In Jesus' name. Done. See, there's such authority, there's such power in the name of Jesus. that you can look, See, look at this. At the name of Jesus, demons are cast out. At the name of Jesus, the dead will come back to life. At the name of Jesus, the sick are healed. At the name of Jesus, mountains will move. It's all in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. What is name? Name is about identity. Say identity. Name represents identity. It represents belonging. See, my son has my, his second name and his third name is from my name. 
so his name represents his identity in me amen that he he has come from me so when you bear the name of christ it shows that your identity is in christ you have come from him hallelujah you can use that name you can use the name of jesus to your advantage it's been rightfully given to you legally say legally it's not illegal for you to say the name of jesus <laughs> you don't know that that's your problem you don't know that it is not illegal for you to use the name of jesus oh but the bible says don't use the name of god in vain <laughs> you have make god it all mixed up you have got it all mixed up you have been given the legal right to the legal right the legal right to bear his name upon your tongue amen, amen. to declare things in that name and bring it to pass you have the authority you have the legal authority that's, that's what the bible says okay let's go back to the, you didn't pay attention when you read it first time i'm going to read it one more time for this reason also god highly exalted him that is jesus okay god highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name so that at the name of jesus so who uses the name of jesus here say we i say i so when i use the name of jesus at the name of jesus every knee will bow of those who are in heaven and those who are on earth and under the earth meaning angels men and demons and animals also every living creature they will all bow their knee and that every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is lord he is say singular say one he alone is lord he is lord to the glory of god the father hallelujah see if you're living a christian life devoid of the power in the name of jesus then you are just following some religion called christianity you didn't hear that okay let me open let me open your eyes if you are living a life devoid of the power in the name of jesus christ then you are following a religion by the name christianity it's just a religion it's just a religion if the only use to the name of jesus is when you close a prayer that's just religion that's just religion because the bible tells us otherwise that's why see why do you think jesus was clapping at them because they have not denied his name they have not denied his name they have not failed to acknowledge his name they have not failed to use his name a refusal to use the name of jesus is the denial of his name do you know that a refusal to the, to use the name of jesus is a denial of his name so when you are faced with a situation and you refuse to speak the name of jesus is a denial it's a denial oh somebody get this some of you i'm telling you some of you are stuck say stuck some of you are stuck because you're not getting this you are stuck in a place because you have refused to use the name of jesus the way it is intended to use you have not allowed that name to proceed out of your mouth with power with conviction with authority and you are stuck you are stuck in your misery and that is not christianity that is not christian life that is not christian life you must understand when you became a christian the name of christ became yours it's yours it's yours to possess and to use it's your advantage it's your advantage 
but we have doctors but we have doctors instead hello i am not going that direction on another day we'll come to that but the name of jesus say name of jesus you have the name of jesus upon your tongue use it do not deny the name do not deny the use of that name do not deny the release of power in that name hello do not restrict the the, the release of power in that name amen it is against god god takes offense if you don't use the name of jesus you have little power okay fine that's all right but have you kept my word yes you have little power but have you denied my name no we have not denied your name all right it's good that's good that's how god goes Amen. little power doesn't matter but you have the power in the name of jesus Amen. you have the power in the name of jesus so i'm i'm telling you I'm telling you okay take do this as a test okay if if i am proven wrong come back to me next week this week let's say you face a situation maybe a lack maybe a uh, whatever it is i don't want to define it a situation which is too complex for you to handle use the power in the name of jesus use the power in the name of jesus declare over your situation speak over your circumstance use the word of god in jesus name declare and see what it will do for you and see what it will do for you and see what it will do for you now you have started relying on other things you have substitutes for the name of christ hello you have substitutes for the name of christ you have other names which can replace the name of jesus christ that's the problem that's why you're denying the name of jesus because you found alternatives say alternatives you have found alternatives to the name of christ so the name of jesus is not really a priority for you it's not a it's not your first go to it's not your first go to somebody has to remind you that's op- that option is there somebody has when you come to church maybe the pastor will remind you or the worship leader will remind you the name of jesus is a strong tower the righteous run to it and they are saved ah oh i forgot because what to do the name of jesus is much lower in your contact list you have a lot of other contacts your go to people your go to options when you are faced with a situation that you've reduced the name of jesus to a name of limit say limit say he is limitless the name the power in the name of jesus is limitless amen god has bestowed on him the name which is higher say higher than any other name see true christianity is all say all everything in true christianity is about living in the name of jesus christ it's about the name of jesus christ true christianity is all about glorifying the name of christ amen because when his name is attached to your life when his name is attached to your life everything about your life becomes his life amen hallelujah you change your name right from the day she got married she started using a different name my name okay has life, has your life changed yes in the physical if your life can change because you change your name 
just imagine how things are in the spiritual when you change your name the name change has to happen when you receive christ the name change has to happen you you make it yours the name of jesus is my name it's mine to use it's mine to speak it's mine to declare it's mine to decree it's mine to confess so the name of jesus is not an ordinary name and it carries no ordinary power that name has all authority Amen. all authority Amen. and is above every other name Amen. every knee will bow at that name Amen. that's a divine law it's a divine law so you must understand some things god has established a divine law at the name of jesus every knee will bow divine law can you change it can the indian penal code code change it can the supreme court change it can the president of america change it can united nations change it can anybody change it if god has established a divine law concerning the name of his son jesus christ nobody can change it nobody can change it change it the law is every knee must bow at the name of jesus every knee doesn't matter strong knee small knee big knee fat knee doesn't matter every knee must bow doesn't matter what the name of that knee is it has to bow it has to bow it can be the name of a sickness it has to bow hello it has to bow that's a divine law a divine law a divine law written in heaven which nobody can change nobody can change what to do we are 21st century christians we have to catch up with this reality we have to catch up i'm telling you there's not much time for you to catch up with this he's at the door okay for your kind information he's at the door you don't have so much time to catch up with this reality but this is the truth don't waste another day living devoid of the power in the name of jesus christ don't live another day living or ministering devoid of the power in the name of jesus christ man hallelujah start see stop living based on your smartness stop living based on your wisdom stop living based on your intellect stop living based on what you think is true or right start living according to the power in the name of jesus Amen. see i frankly i've realized one thing if there is a situation lingering in your life it's a good thing you know why you will really you will begin to explore say explore you want to discover the power of the name of jesus so if you are actually facing against the blank wall and nothing seems to move i believe it's a good thing because you will somehow call that name and start using that name because that has become your last resort and the only resort that's a good place when the name of christ is your last resort and your only resort that's a good place to be but you don't have to wait till that point you don't have to wait till that point you can start exercising that name you can start exercising that name hello how many of you have seen demons flee the name of jesus you have seen you must see how they how they squirm how they shiver how they freak out when the name of jesus is being used you don't have to do anything just say the name of jesus it's the name of jesus in the name of jesus i cast you out i bind you i cast you out bring down fire from heaven I cast you out. You should see how they twirl, how they, yeah, they 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 scream. They can't stand. That's the power in the name of Jesus. They know it better. 
they know it better that's what the bible says even demons believe and shudder that's what the bible says even the demons believe and shudder but believers don't because i'll tell you why now you might laugh at it but the truth of the matter is the reason why the name of jesus brought low is because we have alternatives that's why that's why we have alternatives we have medicines we have doctors we have lawyers we have friends in high places we have connections in the government circles that's why the name of jesus is not really a but the truth of the matter is you are closer than any of these people to christ you are closer than any of your your connections to jesus christ he is your closest of the closest of the closest you are one with him you are inseparable with him you cannot be you cannot be detached from god from christ you become one with christ and that name has been given to you it's been given it you are the legal custodian of that name you are the legal custodian of that name who gave it christ himself gave it you can use my name just say my name you can ask anything in my name anything in my name do things in my name so that are raised that are raised strongholds break sick are healed blind eyes open use that name it has got legal validity use that name wherever you are whether you are in your school whether you are in your college your workplace wherever you are not just in church some of you use the name of jesus only in, your, in the church <sighs> seems like a safe place to say jesus <sighs> jesus what a relief finally i can say the name of jesus that's the problem that's the problem wherever you go you must say the name of jesus wherever you go wherever you go that's how it's supposed to be that's how it's supposed to be that's how that's how you're supposed to live but the only time time that you say jesus is when you come to church or when you're praying in your home otherwise no jesus don't say jesus they'll take offense don't say don't say jesus they'll take offense i'm not saying that you must you must provoke other people by using that name you're never called to do that but when the name is to be used you have to use the name you don't don't have to fear the the backlash you don't have to fear the uh, you know anything the repercussions when god the spirit of god wants you to use the name of jesus you must use the name of jesus there is no alternative to that it must be personal to you in the name of jesus whom paul preaches in the name of jesus whom my pastor preaches i cast you out no don't work it has to be your say your because it's your name now in the name of jesus by whom i am called i cast you out a failure to use the name of jesus as intended is the one and only reasons why reason why many christians live an ordinary lackluster life devoid of power lack full of lack and defeat and failure because it's a denial of the name of jesus it keeps you in defeat the power of christianity is in the name of jesus 
the power of your christian life is in the name of jesus it's in the name of jesus it's not in anything else it's in the name of jesus i belong to the the martoma church the i belong to revelation church does not work i belong to jesus that works that's the power and i i i want you to know as christians there will be pressure in your life to deny this name there will be pressure to deny the name of christ from every side you will be pressured from the devil will use anything and everything possible to stop you from using this name he will make it a a byword a taboo he will try to make you feel that the name of jesus is old fashioned say old fashioned he will try to deceive you into think that the name of jesus limits your relevance oh boy have you seen it enough if you say the name of jesus it limits your relevance it limits your access so go in some other name go in some other name hide camouflage the name of jesus look at this okay i'll tell, I'll, i'll i'll teach you something okay i'm going to take you to the school of ministry school of miracles school of signs and wonders come with me to the school of signs and wonders the first notable miracle of the first century church was that of the healing of a say layman i ah, so you all know that you heard of the school i'm going to take you to that school come come with me so the the, the layman who sat at the temple gate called beautiful so peter and john came by this man was sitting by the 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 gate and asking for arms he, he, they used the name okay let's let's go there let's go there acts chapter 3 Acts chapter three. Verse one onwards. Now, okay, let's uh, there. Ready? Thanks. Now, Peter and John were going up to the temple at the Nayanar, the hour of prayer, and a certain man who had been lame for his, from his mother's womb, was being carried along, whom they used to set down every day at the gate of the temple. which is called beautiful in order to beg arms of those who were entering the temple and when he saw peter and john about to go into the temple he began asking to to receive arms and peter along with john fixed his gaze upon him and said look at us and he began to give them his attention expecting to receive something from them but peter said i do not possess silver and gold but i have what i have i give to you in the name of jesus christ the nazarene walk so see what is peter and john doing peter is what is peter saying peter is saying i don't have gold i don't have silver but i have something better for you i have something more precious than that in the name of jesus walk and seizing him by the right hand he raised him up and immediately his feet and his ankles were strengthened and with a leap he stood up right and began to walk and he entered the temple with him with them walking and leaping and praising god and all the people saw him walking and praising god 
and they were talking sorry taking note of him as being the one who used to sit at the beautiful gate at the temple to beg alms and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him and while he was clinging to Peter and John all the people ran together to them at the so called portico of Solomon full of amazement and when peter saw this he replied to the people men of israel why do you marvel at this and why do you gaze at us as if by your own power or piety we have made him walk the god of abraham isaac and jacob the god of our fathers has glorified his servant jesus say glorified ha his servant jesus the one whom you delivered up and disowned in the presence of pilate when he had decided to release him and you disowned the holy and righteous one and asked for a murderer to be granted to you and be put to, and put to death sorry but put to death the prince of life the one whom god raised from the dead a fact to which we are witnesses and on the basis of faith in his and on the basis of faith in his louder on the basis of faith in his it is the name of jesus which has strengthened this man say the name of jesus it's the name of jesus so what we're doing is on the basis of the name the faith in the name say the name you must have faith in the name of jesus what strengthens a sick person is the name of jesus It is the name of Jesus which has strengthened this man whom you see and know and the faith which comes through him has given him this perfect health in the presence of you all and now brother and I know you acted in ignorance and he goes on to minister the whole thing but the first thing that he said is why are you looking at us as if we did it by our own power or piety no but god of our fathers glorified this christ whom you disowned and it is by faith in the name of jesus we are doing this and it's the name of jesus that has strengthened this man who's been a cripple for 40 years from his mother's womb he was over 40 as the bible says almost just imagine 40 years cripple say cripple a cripple for 40 years but when the name of jesus came into his ears what happened hello let's close when the name of jesus came into his ears what happened his leg got strengthened his limbs got strengthened he started he he was pulled up and he started to jump and and dance leap and walk and and dance and praise god say says the name of jesus the name of jesus or oh, you don't know the power in the name of jesus i'm telling you you don't know the power in the name of jesus you will not sit like this if you know the power in the name of jesus you will not sit like this if you know the power in the name of jesus this is not how we will react if you know the the power in the name of jesus that's right let's let's go there let's go there let's go to the next chapter so these people i mean a riot happened say riot a riot happened because of this miracle a riot happened because they all know this guy 40 years he's been a cripple and he's four years for for so many years he's been sitting at the temple gate asking for alms he's a known figure is a known figure famous for what for being a cripple is famous for being a cripple so when he got saved or he got healed the whole town came to a standstill 
because the man who was sitting at the temple gate asking for alms is now leaping and and walking and leaping and praising the name of god so they got arrested because they are the responsible people right peter and john responsible because they preach something else that they're not used to hearing they got arrested and they start they were interrogated say interrogated let's look at that chapter 4 and they were speaking to the people the priest as they were speaking to the people the priest and the captain of the temple guard and the sadducees came upon them being greatly disturbed because they were teaching the people and proclaiming in jesus the resurrection from the dead say jesus see it's all in jesus if you are if you are speaking a message it is in jesus if there is something for you to say it's in see there is nothing outside of jesus for you there is nothing outside of jesus for you to do there is nothing outside of jesus for you to say there is nothing there is nothing say nothing being greatly disturbed because they were teaching the people and proclaiming in jesus the resurrection from the dead and they laid hands on them and put them in jail until the next day for it was already evening so one whole night they were in the jail but many of those who had heard the message believed and the number of men came to about 5000 one miracle say one miracle one miracle and a preaching which uh, uh, which reveals the secret of that miracle got 5000 people to christ Amen. say one miracle say little say little say much less is more one is good enough one miracle in one man's life got 5000 people to experience the miracle of salvation hallelujah and it came about on the next day verse 5 that their rulers and elders and scribes were gathered together in jerusalem and annas the high high priest was there and caiaphas and john and alexander and all who were of high priestly descent and when they had placed them in the center they began to inquire by what power or in what name have you done this look at that are you getting this by what power and in what name so they all know they have some authority now see there is no authority without the name there is no see there is no authority in being nameless if you are a nameless christian there is no authority let your name be the name of jesus in what authority or by what name do you do this miracle okay let's keep reading by what power or in what name have you done this then peter filled with the holy spirit said to them rulers and elders of the people if we are on trial today for a benefit done to a sick man as to how this man has been made well let it be known to all of you and to all the people of israel that by the name say the name oh come on by the name of jesus christ the nazarene whom you crucified whom god raised from the dead by this name say the name by this name this man stands here before you in good health look at that the name of jesus can give give you good health the name of jesus can give you good health somebody receive this the name of jesus can give you good health can make you stand in good health the name of jesus can make you stand in good health the name of jesus can make you stand in good health in good health he is the stone which was rejected by you the builders but which became the very cornerstone 
and there is no say look at this there is salvation in no one else but for there is no other name say name, name. say name. name no other name under heaven that has been given among men by which we must be saved it's all about the name all about the name all everything is about the name amen that's why it's so important in the book of revelation uh, you know why why is christ bringing up this you have not denied my name because your existence your longevity amen your longevity your sustenance as a christian your existence as a christian is in the name of jesus christ if you deny the name of christ you don't exist you cease to exist